And this evening, all the Lima Natayr, the Abatsitor, should be dedicated. Thank you, Yeshua, Sashoshiva. Father, the name again? Ramachayim and Yeshua. Ramachayim and Yeshua, the annual highlights on the Hagodosh Pesach. Here we are, Likras Chag Pesach. And we thought, what a nice mix. Let's give a little smorgasbord tonight. After all, one of my favorite statements of Rav Asher Weiss said it years ago. Had a project inspire convention at a Shalashudas of Ashawai said, if I were to draw up an image to portray what the quintessential, the perfect Jew, the ultimate Evan Hashem is about, I would define the ultimate Evan Hashem as a Yid, as a Jew who knows how to learn Torah like the Litvish Rosh Hashivas, how to daven like the Heilige Hasidish Rebbes, as the Amunah Pshuta of the Hungarian Jews during and after the war, has the Yashrus of the Yekis and the Kavod Torah of the Olam Asfaradim. If you could synchronize that all and synthesize all the above, that will produce the greatest portrait of the archetypal Evan Hashem, what an Evan Hashem Amiti is all about. And I mentioned that perhaps one can add, you have to enhance that Evan Hashem, someone who has the love of Eretz Yisrael, like the Tzionim, and someone who is Mekayim, that's a piece of the Yeshua of the Chabatskars. If you bring that all together, ah, that's an Evan Hashem. So, Baisai, I was thinking, we go through the Lela Seder night where Shulam Abrev the writes and his little Shimurim Dafim Vav, a Mesorah from the Grove. We have more mitzvahs in the night of Seder than in any other night of the year. 64 mitzvahs, a compilation, the Arises, the Rabbanans. A holy, holy year, the Besaran writes, Machmas Kedusha Seder. You can get to unbelievable Madragas. This is the night, the big night. And yet, what? It's exciting. Kilo Huyatsami Mitzrayim. But we don't really have that many stories in but there's one story right at the outset. One story at the beginning of Magin, Maisev, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yeshua Lezer, and Azar, Rabbi Kim, Rabbi Tarfin, Shayim, Asubim, and Abrak. This is a Haggadah. This is a compilation of various drushes that emerge from all the psukim surrounding the events of Yetzirah Mitzrayim. And yet, do we have a Maisev? We have a story. Sigvaldik Rabbi said, These are Bodom, and they Hasidim, and they Misnagdim. Uh, which one is it? Are they Litvish? Are they Hasidish? Mistangish? How are we going to define them? So you can think Muscoration. We have the famous question many of the Balei Mephorshe Haggadah point out. Rabbi Eliezer, what in the world is he doing in the city of Bnei Brak? He's the one who tells us twice in Shas. Sukkav Chazayin Amad Beis, Rosh Hashanah Tezayin Amad Beis, Meshabech Ani Esat Slonim. They don't leave their house in the regal. Ask Gemara, what do you mean? How can it be? Amram Yitzchak, Chayim Adam Lahakbo, Pnei Rabba Meregel. So the Gemara says it depends whether you can make it back that day, not make it back that day. But writes the Munkach Rebbe, the Minchas Olosa writes in Ashar Yisoschar, based in this Gemara, and Sukkin Rosh Hashanah, that Rabbi Yitzchak informs us all, Chayim Adam Lahakbo, Pnei Rabba Meregel, Mikan the Yisod and the Iker, the Shor Shinyan, for Chasidim to leave their houses and go to the Rebbe's and Yantiv. So I, what were they doing all in the place of Rabbi Akiva with Rabbi Yolais? Our Territus, they were Chasidim. And they had to leave. 
their place to be by the Rebbe. There was a mice of the Briskarov. He used to have a minion of Yomov at his house. And he was Makhbed soul, of course, to have Berkus Kohanim, Ayyadei Kohanim, and to have Kohanim, the Hainu, to have at least two Kohanim, so that in Chazor Sashats, they could do with two Kohanim. And one morning, they didn't have any Kohanim. And the Briskarov sent one of his Gabalim outside and said, I want you to stand on the street and call out, we need Kohanim before we begin the Minyan. And there were two Hasidim who participated in the Minyan that day. And the Hasidim approached the Briskarov and they said, Mechila, but the Rebbe, he says, isn't it a shtickle tirchen tzibura? We're waiting now for Kohanim. Why is it not a tirchen tzibura? How can we wait for Kohanim? We should start and we'll just be somech on the mere recitation of a Yerech Hashem Yishrech of the Pesukim of Kohanim. He says, I don't understand he says, when it comes to a yotiv, you'll get on an airplane and you travel several hours to go visit your Rebbe. And then you'll wait online for several hours more to get a bracha from the Rebbe. And you're not willing to wait 15 minutes so we can have a bracha directly from a Kodesh Baruchah. That's the briskarot. Chassidim Rabbi said, what are they doing? They Why were they not by their homes? They're traveling out to the Rebbe's. Ah, it seems like they're Chassidim. And you think, ah, oh, these are Chassidim Rebbe's. Terrences, we get to the end. And what time is Sabrim Kolosa Laila? And I say, we have a Zman, we have a Zman, a Kriya Shema, the Nates, Vasikin. You see clearly, they're not Hasidim, they're Misnagdim. That's it, you think they're Hasidim. Oh, they all travel, they all left their house. All of us, oh, they got to make this Zman, they got to make the first Zman. If they were Hasidim Sarebis, they would have been going all night. We'll daven, we'll daven when we daven, it's okay. Zman, it's a Lamaylam and a Zman. You think they're Hasidim in the end of the day. I said, Rabbi, so what were they doing traveling? Right, so from Magulios and his Be'er Miriam, Hagodosh Pesach, Hamos be that these Gedolios, as we see throughout Shas, they had various travels. And they went for political reasons, oftentimes to take care of the needs, the Tzrochim of Klai Yisrael. So Pashas, what happened is that they got stuck. They were delayed through one of their endeavors that they were doing on behalf of the Klai. And thus they got into the port. They got into the port of Yafo shortly before the start of Yontiv. They didn't have time to make it home to the respective houses. So what did they do? They went to the closest big city, which is B'nai Brak. And they were therefore by the place of Rabbi Akiva, and that's where they had the Seder that year. Okay, let's say we espouse the approach of Rabbi Goliath. Let's tackle this story to be omen on a few diyukim. Maisa, there's a Maisa, everybody likes a Maisa story time. It's called, after all, Sipi Yatsiya Satraya. And we have to be Masapa. In fact, one has to wonder how come these Gedoliolam were not themselves aware of the Zamana Kriyash Rosh how could it be that they were so shakua, so fully immersed and absorbed in the story that they weren't aware had the Tamidim not come in? It's clearly mash when we walk away. That they taka would have been going all night, would have been going all morning, and they would have skipped Kriyashma of Shachras. How could that be? Explains the Marami Prague. In his Gevur Hashem, he says, Machmas Chibub HaMitzvah. They love the mitzvah so much. When you're in love, you lose all track of time. Just think of the chasonim who come home late at night, two, three, four in the morning from a date, especially after they're engaged. I just, 
sister, Lamaila Manasman. I remember I had a relative, he got so many speeding tickets on the way to his dates, on the way back from his dates, because he thought he was Lamaila Manasman. His speed didn't matter, he's Lamaila Manasman. Like, yeah, said, you can come over because when you're in love, there's no time. I read Rutsi Berkowitz, Shlita, Hagon Mori Rabbi used to say, Shavuos, you know why we stay up all night? Because Shavuos is when we got married to the Boreolam. And when you're in love with God, you do things that don't make any sense and you'll stay up all night because when you're enjoying that conversation with your kala and with your chosen, that's it, you could stay up all night. You lose track of time. They lose track of time. You know why? They were so fully immersed and absorbed in this Gavaldiga mitzvah of Sipiyot Yisatrayim. That's it. Chibub mitzvah. They had such a geshmak of time. Amkadekach Ezra, Ruvein Leichter. Beautiful Agonisho Pesach, Tama Pesach commentary. And Reverend Leichter adds, he says, that's why the mitzvah halayla is seeper. You know what it's about? It's about telling stories. We don't have too many stories, but we'll commence with a story. Why? Because when you tell over a story, you live it, you remember it. Kids love storytelling. Because you have to see, when you tell it over as a story, then you live it. You get a time. That's the morale. That's Gevur Hashem. That's exactly how these Abbas Ha'olam, they were so engrossed and immersed in the story of Yetzias and Shaim, they lost total track of time in love with the Kaddish Brochu and love with the Smitzis, Kavaldik. Mela, they lost track of time. Question, of course, is why do I need to know the city? Why really do I need to know that the story happened in Abrak? I get another question. And the Talmudim came in at the end of the night. Why were the Talmudim not with them? If the Talmudim traveled with them, why would they not be in the Seder? So someone to say the Talmud, yes, Mesubim, they were Mesubim Nebrach, said Talmud, whether he can be Mesub, could he recline in front of his Rebbe? And now without getting into Lochen Yonit, why were the Talmudim not there? Would you ever miss a Seder, Rebbe Akiva? How we know, open up the Queen's Jewish views, right? If you got three people at your Shabbos table, who would you have? If you got three people at your Seder table, who would you have? Well, I would definitely have a Rabbi Akiva. Kishmak Rabbi Akiva, Menachas 29b. He's Darshan in Kabbalah. You want a Seder? That's all about the Lamaylam and Asman. Bring Rabbi Akiva. So wouldn't the Talmudim want to be there? How could you miss the action? Who wouldn't want to be in the proximity of the Gedoli? I don't imagine. I'm going to give you a free pass, free ticket. You could have a Lel Seder with Rabbi Yosha, Rabbi Chaim Kanevsky. For Baron Leif Steinman, throw in a number of Halika Hasidish Rebbes. You can have them all at Yulala Seder. Oh, you're going to wait outside. Why were they not there? Why were the Tamidim not in the room? Who wouldn't want to be a fly on the wall while they're engaged in the middle of the holiest night in the year, a night that's inundated with more mitzvahs, 64 mitzvahs, than in any other night of the year? Where were the Tamidim? So, my job is to touch on some Hasidish Shatira. Well, let's mix in the Sephardi giant as well. The Chidol Rav Chaim Yosef Dovinozolai writes in the Simcha Saregel Agonosho Pesach. He ponders this very quandary. Where were the Tamidim? And he says it must be what? They were Osek in Ichudim. They were Osek in Pardes. And in Yonim, that are Mamish Lamaila from the Seichel, they were delving deeply into the intricacies of the world of Kabbalah. They weren't stopped learning. They were Osek and all these Ichudim. They were doing big things for Klaus or for the world. And they said, that's not for the Tamidim. That's not for our young disciples. That's for Rabbi Tarfan. That's for Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Nazario. That's who we're going to be Osek in. Writes the Vinay Yisos, writes the Minchas Alozer and Ashari Yisoschar. The Munkat Sherebbe. 
Right, the moon catcher Now I understand why the Balagoda told us the story took place in Bnei Brak. He starts with the Abarbanel, Arabdon Yitzchak Abarbanel, one of the Gedolim Rishonim in Meforshe Hamikra. He writes in his Agoda Shal Pesach Zeva Pesach. He says, you know why the Balagoda tells us the story transpired in Bnei Brak? Because what do we know from Chazal about Bnei Brak? Gemara tells us in Gittin and Zion and Beis and Sanhedrin Sarivavam and Beis, how you shum in Bnei Haman Shenesgayrim Bnei Bonav Shohaman Lamdu Torah Bnei Brak. You know why Bnei Brak? Bnei Brak is where you had a Molik, where you had Haman. And his science, his descendants were learning Torah. Half of it. That means this is a city of what? This is a city where you had Yitzitzis, who had Asfos, they Badafka wanted to have Lel Seder, the holiest night of the year, a night that we can get to unbelievable Madrigas. Let's go have it in Rebbe Kiva City, B'nai Brah. And this is where the grandchildren of Haman sat to learn Torah. And if the Indian of Golis is being collate, absorbing and collecting all the Nitzotos and being bringing Tikkunim and Yechudim to the whole world. So they joined Rabbi Akiva, the all-star Mekubal, the only one in Chagiga who was Nichnas B'Sholom, the Yatsa B'Sholom, they went to his city, Rabbi Akiva, they went to B'nai Brak, and he's the one teaching them, Rabbi said, let's go on a trip through the world of Kabbalah, let's be Osik in Tikkunim, let's be Osik in Yichudim, the Tamidim, ah, that's the Chida, Tamidim, you guys gotta wait outside, no, you can't even be the fly in the wall, we're Osik in Inyonim Nistarim, and the world of Kabbalah tonight, that's the night that they flew to higher and loftier Madrigas, than in any other night of the year the Tamidim had to wait outside when the Tamidim saw that our Litvisha, our Mesnav Yashur Abeyim, who been on this man, it's getting late and we're forgetting about Zman Kriyashima. Nechnesu, we banged on the door at it, we got to go in and we got to alert them. It's time to daven. We came as Zman Kriyashima Shashachris, but that's what they were doing all night. So writes, the Munchas Olazer, Munkat Rebbe says, they went to be Ma'ala Vinitzaitis from the Mokamah Klipos, where you had a Molech, had the worst of the Rishas. Amnei Brak is the city where it all turned around. You had the Avarian, the Russia. You had a home in a Russia, and his descendants turned their lives upside down. Amnei Brak, we could be Kolech Vinitzaitis, we could bring about unbelievable Tikkunim. And Yehudim, that's what they were doing, and that's why the morale is medayik. It doesn't say shahayolomdim the bnei brak. It doesn't say they were learning. If they were learning Torah, a lot of the talmidim would have been there. And if they were learning, they would have been in the base medrash. They were masubin. They're lying down, relaxing. They're going. Then the shomus are going to places that no man has gone before, and they're being ma'ala all the nitzaitzes and bnei brak specifically. They're going to unbelievable worlds. Brings to mind. A great demaisid appears in the Yalkut Shmuas in the back of the newer editions of the Beis HaLevi. Uh, Beis HaLevi was very close with the Menachem Nochem Tversky, the son of the Triska Magid. He unfortunately died at a young age. The Beis HaLevi was one of the Masfidim eulogized his dear Yadid, the son of the Triska Magid. So you can imagine here we have the head of the patriarch of the Brisker dynasty, Livish Misnagdish, as you could get. This is the Beis HaLevi. Rabbi Yosef Dov Salavechik, and he's close with the son of the Triskamagid, and they used to talk and learn it. And one time they had Machlekes, what's more Choshev, actually sitting down and learning Torah, or being Osek in the Yehudim, and in Yonei Torah Sanister, and being Ma'alav in Itzotos, and the Golos Vachule, what's more important? So the son of the Triskamagid said, since the Arizal says, what was Yaakov doing all that time in the house of Lavan? 
you think he was mating all the different sheep and all the spots and the sticks and everything he was doing. You know what he was doing? He was living out Chokmas HaKabula. And he was making tikkunim and yichudim. He was doing big, holy, kabbalistic inyanim. And that's what the Torah spells out. I'm dedicated to the story of Yaakov's treatment of the cattle, the livestock of Lovon. But Yaakov, you know, the ultimate masman, when he sat 14 years in the yeshiva, uh, Shem Rever, where do we know that? It's not spelled out anywhere in the pages of Chumash. It's a Rashi at the end, of Parshas told us at the very end, tucked away in a Rashi, quoting the Gemara Megillah Tessai in Amad Beis, right? Yaakov Avinu spends 14 years, he says, you see the what? That being Osek and Yichudim and making Tikkunim in the world of Nister, the world of Kabbalah, has more Choshev than learning Torah. That's what he argued to the Beis Alevi. And the Beis Alevi argued back, Adarab, on the contrary. He says, I'll use that as a Raya, if I care to why. Because we know from the Gemara, and Rashi cites it as well, that Yaakovina spent 14 years in the Yeshiva Shimon Ever, and he wasn't punished for having been away from his parents. Since he was learning Tyra, he didn't get punished. He was punished 22 years. Yosef, his devoted son, and Asharis, Meshamesh, left him at 22 years as a Tikkun. 22 years, he wasn't there by his parents. I went about the 14 years. No, when you're learning Torah, then you're excused. Abba, what? All those years in the house of love, and even though he was Osek and all these in Yonim Kabbalah, he was still held liable for being away from his parents. You see that what? Zakta Beisalevi, no, learning Torah is more important. Rabbi said, there's one night where we spend all the time in the world we need. The Lela Seder, we don't take out the Gemaras. We take out the Agoda Shapesach and Kola Marble, the Saper, but see him to try and raise him a Shubach. All right, the Radomska Rebbe, the Teferah Shlomo. Watch the lotion of Mesaprim, lotion Saperu Behirus. It's a night of CBT is a time. You know what the night's focus is? Alright, the Radomskareba, light up the night. Laila Kayom Yoyer. The same way writes the Radomska in the night of Tzias Mitzrayim. We got out, it was dark, it was night. No, Avis just says, I'm going to make the night light. I'm going to lighten up the night and make it like a day. And that's why the Shlok Kodesh writes. Now what's the terminology we just read? Hayim Asaprim Kol Oso Halayla. They were speaking of Shur and Esagoda Lekach Malibuf. Cites the Shlok Kodesh, the terminology is Hayim Asaprim Yitzhiyas Yitzrayim Kol Oso Halayla. Ask the Shlok, Oso is Loshan Zohar, masculine conjugation. Layla, of course, is Loshan Akeva. Kol Oso Halayla, it should be Kol Oso Halayla. What's Kol Oso Halayla? That's where it is. All right, it's the Shlok. We made the night into the day. And we were Mahabich the Laila, which is the night, and we made it not Osa. It was Osa Laila. We turned the night into the day, right? It's the Redomsker. That's Mesabrim. Mesabrim is Loshan Sabir the Yalom, the radiant glowing stone, the sapphire. That's Sabir, Behirus. This is a night you could get to unbelievable Madragas. It's a night of Dilug, a night of skipping Madragas. Because of the Kedushas, Itzumosh on Halayla, you could turn the night into day. You could tap into the profundity of all the amazing miracles of lighting up the night. You could take the darkness of the Choshech of Golos. And then Ari Tzias time you could transform it from Osohalayla into Osohalayla. You could transform it into the day. And thus the Redumpsker continues. It's a night of Sipius Yitzrayim. Adding on to the night of Zechiras, Yitzhiyah Sutraim. Maskirin, Yitzhiyah Sutraim. What's Maskirin? Right? Through a dumpster putting a beautiful Hasidish spin on it. Maskirin is lost in Zohar. 
the Kabbalah is the Nosein, is the Mashpia, the Nekeva is the Makabel, is the Nishpa, is the one who receives the Hashpa. The time we have to do what? The Maskirin, Loshin Zachris Vashpa, we have to tap into this night, turn it from O Solaila into O Solaila, and make it a night of Maskirin, of Zohar in the sense of what? This will be the night that's Mashpia on every other night of the entirety of the year. You want to light up your year? This is the night to do it. Maskirin. Let this night be the Zohar. That's no saying that's Mashpia. From the Kochas Yonim of what this night is all about, the Lela Seder. Let it spread its beauty, its splendor, its otherworldly nature. Let it be Mashpia positively and all the other nights of the year. And thus it's a night, writes the Redomsker, of coupling Zechir Setsiyah Setsrayim with Sibri Setsiyah Setsrayim. Make this night Maskirin Lashen Zohar. A night where you're going to take the Ashpa and be Mashpia on the rest of the year, a night when Sapir Vayalom, when it shines, when you radiate, when you can tap into the otherworldly spheres, this is the night, you know what, you have to be a Lifak, and you gotta say the Haggadah, and you gotta learn it up, and you gotta darshan the Psukim, but every good night begins with a Maisa, with a story, we start our Pesach Seder, Maisa B'nei Brak, we see what, sometimes you gotta be so involved, so engaged in a mitzvah, when you can get to such lofty spiritual heights, that Taka, you can light up the night, you could be mashpia from this night and all the other nights of the year and you get so engrossed and immersed in the mitzvah you forget what time it is, Lamaila and Azman, little Seder, you can end what? 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning you forget what time it is until you got to wake up for chakras the next day, and until the four cups of wine and all those kezayis and matzahs that you ate the night before when you finally uh, get your belly in order then you remember, oh this night was the night, Lamaila from everything I could be Mashpia, and the rest of my night, Zohar, I'm Mashpia, I'm going to light up all the nights of the year, I'm going to be like Rabbi Akiva, this sets the stage for what the night's all about, yes, there's a time to learn, a time to take out the Gemaras, but this night, the Maral told us, they were not learning in the base Medrash, this night, they opened up the Godesh Pesach, and they tapped into the otherworldly spheres, and drink a little bit more wine, and you'll start feeling, yes, you can get into those otherworldly spheres, my sister was out after the second, third cup. She was already totally out of it. Whether it's the wine, whether it's the matzah, whether it's the lamaylam and azman, this is a night. Let it be mashpia on the rest of your year to light up all the nights and to light up all the golos and to allow yourself to ascend to the loftiest spiritual attainments. Hatzlocha and brocha. Now introduce the chashiv Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar.